It's Monday. It's May 28th. And the word of the day is immunodeficiency, which means failure of the immune system to protect the body from infection. Used in a sentence, immunodeficiency starts with a different letter than papilloma. <laughs> and most of the other letters are different, too. Uh, we'll explain more on that in the headlines. <laughs> if you're not All right, either way, what does that. this thing on my lip look like to you guys? Be honest. <laughs> um, compensation beard. <laughs> I'm No Illusions. I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's Far Center, we are the Skeptocrats. On this week's episode, Donald Trump will be off again, un again. Atheist cuisine in <laughs> Ireland gets a lot more savory. And we learn how a lack of fish condoms is destroying the environment. <laughs> but first, the rest of the intro music. Joining me for headlines tonight are fellow skeptic rats, No Illusions, and Eli Bosnick. Noah, Eli, just real quick before we start, let's bang this out. Um, how do we solve this whole Israel-Palestine thing? Nine words. Okay. Including setup words. Pie-eating contest. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, Two-state solution followed by immediate genocide. <laughs> Sorry, I would like to change well, my answer to pie eating contest. Yeah, eating yeah. Contest. No, yours is closer to the actual foreign policy we're going with. Though. <laughs> In our lead story tonight, the proposed June summit between Kim Jong Un and Donald Trump achieved the rarefied status of Ross and Rachel or Sam and Diane this week after White House staffers spent the weekend desperately inking Un's name back into all the places Trump had crossed it off of his trapper keeper. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, will Ross and Rachel kill us all would have been way more interesting <laughs> but still weirdly homophobic somehow yep. yeah just, yep. the plot's about nukes they got homophobia in there yeah. all right so the trouble started with north korea no showed at a planned meeting with south korea and cut off communications with u.s planners ostensibly over comments made by john bolton and continued joint military exercises between south korea and the u.s and let's be clear these were the feeblest of excuses for their newfound obstinance, right? Like they already knew about the military exercises before they agreed to the summit. This came weeks after Bolton said the Libya thing, which you had to misinterpret to justify the anger to begin with. In the words of the poet, is anyone surprised that North Korea negotiations broke down like a Twitter fight? <laughs> <laughs> Can't be too surprised, though, when American diplomacy is mostly Twitter polls that say, at little Kimmy, do you like me? Yes, no, maybe. Yeah, right. Pick one. Right. <laughs> uh, of course, nobody can misinterpret quite like Donald Trump. So they uh, accommodated the UN regime by doubling down on what Kim Jong Un thought Bolton meant, even though it clearly wasn't what he meant. Which culminated in Pence implicitly threatening to have Kim. No, sorry, explicitly threatening to have Kim Jong Un dragged through the streets and tortured to death if he didn't make a deal with the administration. <laughs> North Korea, unsurprisingly pushed back against that rhetoric, labeling Pence a political dummy, which inevitably led to Trump's half-hearted, half-assed middle school breakup letter to Kim Jong-un, <laughs> I never want to see you again, call me. And then the next day, he posted photos on MySpace of him and South Korea making out at the movies. It was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> we were on a break. <laughs> a national look, break. <laughs> I'm loath to come to the defense of Bolton or Trump or Pence, and they did plenty to fuck things up, but... It was going to wind up fucked one way or the other because this is exactly how North Korea wants this to go, 
right? I mean, just getting Trump to agree to this meeting and send Pompeo over a couple of times, that's already a huge diplomatic coup from the Kingdom's top hermit. And if you get ahead by two pawns, trade away everything else on the board. That's exactly the strategy that North Korea is using here. Yeah. North Korea does politics the way all of my friends that aren't Noah and Heath play poker. <laughs> Much to the horror of Noah and Heath. They're both <laughs> equally horrifying for them. All, all but one of them, anyway. Of course, <laughs> Trump sounded an optimistic tone the day after canceling the summit, apparently fairly confident that he himself was being insincere when he said that. So at the time of the writing, all indications seem to be that the summit is on again, but based on the track record to this point, by the time you hear this, it'll be off again, and it won't be a summit, it'll be a fucking pineapple. <laughs> And in God damn it, not again, news tonight. 2018 is a scary year to be a man. You can't make it 10 minutes without turning to the woman next to you covered in shark bites and expressing your shock and dismay that you think there might be sharks in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. What's an ocean? It's confusing times. It's hard being a man. Right? Thank you. Thank you. And of course, the latest shark is none other than God himself, Morgan Freeman, who dozens of women came forward to accuse this week of inappropriate behavior <laughs> ranging from verbal harassment to outright assault. God I, damn it. Not I, again. Okay. Sorry. I don't get why <laughs> Freeman particularly has been so hard on so many people. Like, what insight into a person's moral character do you think hearing their penguin narration gave you? <laughs> he didn't mention sexually harassing those penguins once. You'd think it would have come up, right? Like, well, look the at, penguins mentioned it. Look at that penguin. I'd fuck the shit out of that <laughs> penguin, right? And you'd be like, ah, that's a guy. He'd watch out for him. So at this point, we know the cycle. Uh, no way. At least he's not as bad as Weinstein. Gee, I'd like my opinion piece published, so I'm going to pretend Me Too has gone way too far. And then the next guy. But... I think one thing is clear, and it's pretty important. Two of the people on this recording are the only two non-rapists in entertainment. So, Heath, Noah, two? any advice, at least two, Heath, Noah, any <laughs> advice for not raping or even just not sexually harassing people? Can you at least um, say for a friend? Can you at least just say <laughs> for a friend? For a friend, for a friend. Uh, okay. Uh, embrace the incel thing. Just like stay in your lane and be happy about it. You don't get to have sex. That's fine. Like try, try out the Euro grip. It's yeah. actually that you go backwards and reverse. Uh, pie eating contest. Oh, I like them both. I like them both. Okay. I hope everyone was writing those down. I know I was, or my friend was, my friend for was. For a friend, for a friend. You my wrote friend them was. Down. <laughs> got bad handwriting. And in Twitter principal news. The Trump administration continued its steady pattern towards eventually putting Cardinal Dolan in charge of child protective services this week when they appointed what appears to be a, an Amish doctor of logs to, to be the new head of the Centers for Disease Control. His name is Robert Redfield, and his past experience that qualifies him for that job includes his work with an organization that claimed AIDS was God's punishment against gay people. Okay, give him a chance. Comes in the first day with God in a full Nelson. Boom, diseases controlled. <laughs> oh, fuck. We'd literally be better off with Dr. Mario. Like, a fictional character couldn't be worse. Yep. Now, uh, normally, a guy like Redfield getting put in charge of the CDC would be a pretty big story. But this is 2018, and that means we only have so much time for each horribly stupid news item, which is why we're going to need to move on to something even dumber. And that would be the existence of GOP Congressman Mo Brooks of Alabama. Brooks is a global warming denier whose 
a member of the House Committee on Science, Space, and Technology. And he recently suggested that rising sea levels are caused by rocks falling into the ocean. Yep, he sure did. From... From space? <laughs> I want to know where he thinks the land... Mountains? It's, I'm at a loss. Don't vote for people I, I, named Mo. How about that? Well, that, that helps. I just, I, you know, at a certain point this year, the sound of me reading the news and the sound of me taking an uncomfortable shit have become the same sound. About the same, yeah. And uh, just to make it worse, Mo Brooks wasn't just uh, shouting out things that are false to himself in the mirror like his normal morning routine. Also um, my morning routine. <laughs> he was uh, he was at a congressional hearing about climate change, and he was speaking to the invited guest expert, Philip Duffy, the president of Woods Hole. Yeah. And here's how one of their exchanges went. Duffy was explaining how satellite images clearly show a big reduction in the Antarctic ice sheet, at which point Mo Brooks said... I don't know where you're getting your information, but the data I've seen suggest, and that's when Duffy interrupted like a fucking champ and said, NASA, you ignorant fuck, I just NASA. Said NASA. I just said data. satellite, it's NASA. <laughs> also the National Snow and Ice Data Center. Okay, I mean, not the exact words, but uh, those were definitely the words in Duffy's heart. Right. Yeah, the, the interruption was like, yeah, and look here, I, I don't know where you're getting your science, but I've done seen this Amimi on the Facebooks, which had a much better science than yours, said the member of Congress. Yeah, to the president of Woods Hole. Yeah. yeah. If you want to take the time to watch the clip, it is worth it. It could only it be made better by Maxine Waters lowering down from the ceiling in a gimp outfit and shouting, <laughs> reclaiming his time. <laughs> and then just jumping right back up again. <laughs> yeah, so... uh I was going to close this story out with another absurd example of what ridiculous person is going to be in charge of something next. But it's apparently both highly dangerous and also impossible to make that joke anymore. <laughs> so, fuck. So, I'm, I'm going to take back the thing about Cardinal Dolan. Good call. And uh, I'm going to switch. Uh, so, what's next, Donald Trump? A scientist in charge of science? What? <laughs> Not the briar patch. Please, no. <laughs> Why are you listening to our shows also? Yeah, That's right. weird. He, he <laughs> likes that he's God every three weeks on scathing. And there, there it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's weirdly cool about being Jewish, though. I guess <laughs> I guess the God complex outweighs the Nazi thing. Probably, well, yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, we're going to pause for a quick break and check in with the president and tall Tyler. Okay, sir. Sir, sir are you ready? To what? Two votes. Seriously, you two, this is important. Fine. 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 Okay, Mr. Uh, Supreme Leader. Okay, I'm uh, sorry, Supreme Leader Un. You can come on in. Boo. Boo. Guys. Oh, someone's, well, someone's what? booing. What? No right? booing. No booing. I will kill you with a helicopter. Why don't you have an Asian accent? Because he's a coward. Get out of the sketch. You're not You get it. out of the sketch. I'm get in the out. sketch. Guys, I am in the guys, sketch. Always do guys. this. Wait, which guys? Who are you talking? The, the the president and Kim Jong Un. Oh, Meta. Look, we canceled this meeting four times. We've somehow rescheduled it five times. I, I I finally got you both in the same room. Will you just talk? Fine, fine. But but Tyler, I'm not going first. You tell him he's got to go first. Gu guys, you've got so much in common. For example, what did you both have for lunch? A, A big, big pile, pile of disgusting, disgusting crap. crap. See. 
Wow. See? Okay. And, and cool. hey, Supreme Leader, <laughs> what do you do to your political opponents? I, uh, I kill them or imprison them. Kill them or imprison them. That's just what I was saying what? I wanted to do the other day. That's great. No, that's true. Same. It's true. He was. He okay. Was. All right. So, so surely we can come to some kind of agreement. You need to give up your you bombs. You give up your bombs. You give up your bombs. Guys, this is getting nowhere. Um, uh, I have a suggestion. Yes, Sarah. Yeah. Okay. So we put them both in a wrath bar pit with a single shaky and let blood combat decide the victor. Uh, and if they both die, then uh, everything stays the same. Okay. You know what? I love this idea. Really? Awesome. Okay, I'm going to get my shaky. You are not going to regret this. Wait until you see how this works. No. With the shaky in the wrath bar bit. I am not. What's a wrath bar? <laughs> <laughs> and now, 30 seconds of us screaming about the 1,500 missing undocumented children. For oh my god! Not what even if he knows his correct name, you're not going to go on. You lost fucking peanuts. Children, you ready? Jesus fucking Christ! On the news tonight, Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un may or may not have a summit that may or may not happen on June 12th and may or may not achieve what may or may not be the goals through either the Libyan model or not that. But one way or the other, you can still buy the coin. <laughs> In monstrous news, the federal government has lost track of 1,500 undocumented children. But don't worry, Donald Trump is going to build a big, beautiful milk carton to put them on. Oh, there you go. Good. In Palestine... Don't be in Palestine. <laughs> it's <laughs> not going to work out for you. Also, don't try to leave. No. Especially if there's a fence. There's yeah. a small mm. water strip in the northeast. Oh. Maybe you Simple can leave. rule. Just a simple so, rule. In Venezuela, the Venezuelans went to the polls last week to re-elect Nicolas Maduro to a new six-year term. Now, some have charged that his 76% landslide victory amid an election boycott by all his major rivals was a sham. But Maduro loyalists argue that most Venezuelans like quadruple-digit inflation and widespread starvation despite having the world's largest proven oil reserves. They like that. Hmm. Want that. <laughs> in spam, a new law in Kenya bans cyber espionage, cyber bullying, and publishing false information, which explains all the emails I got this morning from a guy claiming not to be a prince who would like my <laughs> bank account number so that he could rob me. <laughs> <laughs> Refreshing. In China, a flight operated by Sichuan Airlines had its windshield broken at which point one of the pilots was partially sucked out of the plane. Whatever the fuck that yeah, means. Yeah, which partially? <laughs> Somehow the flight landed safely, though, with no major injuries, probably thanks to Xander Cage, who was skydiving <laughs> nearby, and swam through the air, caught the pilot just in time, flew into the cockpit, mm. beat up a hijacker with his penis, and steered them home. <laughs> with Also with his penis. Harvey Weinstein is one step closer to the poetic justice of being raped in prison this week after surrendering to police in New York City after being formally charged with rape and other sexual abuse offenses. After several harrowing hours in police custody, he was released on million dollars worth of bail, uh, and though they did order him to wear an electronic vi device, my idea for the cocklock shock collar was completely ignored, despite the catchy triple rhyme title. <laughs> Bastards. He's white. 
In future planning news, the Supreme Court has ruled that every state is allowed to have legal sports betting if they want to, giving Heath and I hope for our new podcast, Making the Cut on Curling. <laughs> In Great Danes, now that Islamic State forces are mostly removed from Iraq, the Donatello of Scandinavia, Denmark, <laughs> announced plans to gradually remove their military presence. Because pulling out all 60 of their troops yeah, at once would destabilize <laughs> yeah, the region. Draw it down. In other news, they also helped cook some shake and bake. You guys helped. <laughs> yes, you did. Denmark matters. Yes, it does. <laughs> okay, Steve and Alan, you guys can leave today. Um, but you know what? Brian and Kulbeck, why don't you guys like hang out for like another week or so? <laughs> Hold, it down. That's Hold it. it down. That's it. All right, so the NFL's <laughs> effort to make me question my worth as a human being for liking their sport continued this week when a new policy rescinded the First Amendment rights of players, but mostly just the black ones. The new policy will allow players to continue protesting during the national anthem just so long as no one can see them then. Because nothing solves a protest against racial injustice like a little racial injustice. It'd be separate but equal national anthem. <laughs> yeah, right. Thing That's the plan. <laughs> In technology, AT&T and Verizon have announced a new phone with holographic abilities that will be released this year. Local podcasters have announced they'll probably be thrusting their penis into said holographs within minutes of release. That's what that's for. In Streisand effects, a German court recently rejected an appeal by President Erdogan of Turkey who was hoping to ban a poem that suggested he fucked goats and watched <laughs> kitty porn. The court did, however, uphold a previous ruling that banned those particular passages because apparently it's not obvious enough that those lines were satire. <laughs> oh, well. It remains <laughs> unclear what outcome Erdogan thought would be a win. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, exactly. So the theme of this year's Skeptocrat Poetry Contest is decided, folks. Whatever you want, <laughs> limerick, haiku, whatever you got in you. Uh, and with a special thanks to astute listener Deborah for bringing this knowledge into my life, a Publix bakery in South Carolina exercised their First Amendment rights as cake artists this week by delivering <laughs> a graduation cake. So good, congratulating <laughs> Jacob for graduating. <laughs> Summer dash 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 laude <laughs> in the class of 2018. So. If your homophobe uncle is bitching this week about a baker in South Carolina being forced to come on somebody's cake, at least you know where it's coming from. <laughs> Thanks, Deborah. So, yeah, right. There no kidding. Go. That just made my fucking oh, day. Deborah's the best. Hi, Deborah. <laughs> I want. I want to listen to that phone call so badly. Just yeah. like, hi. <laughs> Question: What do you think the cake said? <laughs> yeah, they thought it meant like Latin come Latin. They don't know yes. like what. Idiot. Some loud cum. You're congratulating your son for some loud cum. Uh-uh. Not me. I'm a Christian. Uh, in finance, the U.S. has imposed new sanctions on Iran's central bank for supporting the terrorist organization Hezbollah, stating, quote, they were really clear about how far back you need to be from the fence. This is on you, end quote. And in things that are false, during a recent interview, Steve Bannon proclaimed that Martin Luther King Jr., would be proud of Donald Trump oh, fuck him. for all the great work he's doing for black people. Fuck him. <laughs> At which point the ghost of MLK responded, What? I couldn't hear you. My crew of demons is trying to open up a portal from the depths of hell to swallow the White House in a sinkhole. <laughs> yeah, right. He's, he's in hell because he, he cheated on he his cheated wife. He cheated on his wife. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah <obviously. laughs> 
All right, well, that's going to do it for the roundup. <laughs> Stay tuned for more headlines coming up next. You like it. You like it. Two <laughs> And we're back. Next up in headlines in Fuck of the Irish News, the UK lost one of its most convincing historical yeah buts this weekend when Ireland voted overwhelmingly to allow women to have the level of bodily autonomy they'd have had since 1967 if the Catholics hadn't been blowing shit up. With all the ballots counted, nearly two-thirds of Irish citizens voted to overturn some of the most restrictive abortion laws in the developed world amid historically high turnouts. So go Ireland. Right. Okay, but we're doing Saudi Arabia rules. You can kill your baby, but you can't be all showy about it, all right? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> also, kind of like NFL rules. No elaborate celebrations. Yeah. You could spike the dead baby, but that's about <laughs> it. You can't involve other people too much. In Texas, you have to. That's a law. So the specifics here dealt with the Eighth Amendment to the Irish Constitution, which read, quote, actually, Eli, you might read, you've got the Irish accent yeah. down pat. You- oh, the state acknowledges the right to life of the unborn, and with due regard to the equal right to the life of the mother, guarantees in its laws to respect, and as far as is practical, <laughs> by its laws to defend and vindicate that right. And quote. Thank you. Thank now, you. Abortion has been punished in Ireland since forever, but this amendment was only added in 1983, and it was added in a referendum that had almost exactly the same margins going the other way. So, 35 years and tens of thousands of kids raped later, Ireland is finally starting to cut the cord with the Vatican. That's good to know. Yeah. Sinead O'Connor tearing up that uh, fetus on Saturday Night Live was powerful. <laughs> they didn't use it, but, yeah. Powerful. Took 30 years for them to realize their new speak law about it being legal to have a baby was stupid. It's like if <laughs> Trump tried to announce the 14th Amendment also applies to white people now. <laughs> now it just says lots of blame on both yeah, sides. Yeah, right. That's right. 14th Amendment now. So the turnout for the vote was a record-breaking 64.1%, all the more impressive since so many of the registered voters in Ireland don't actually live there, what with all their prehistoric abortion laws and shit so a large number of those votes were made by people who had to fly home to ireland specifically to cast that vote ireland's political leadership has promised to move quickly on passing new laws in line with the overwhelming opinion of its citizenry oh ireland how you've changed women don't have to give birth Sinn fein is run by a soccer mom it's a new world it's a, it's it's a, a nice new it's a nice world, world. And in Tesla recoil news tonight, the postmodern theater piece critical of the dot-com boom known as Elon Musk used a brand new drill this week to drill a giant grave for himself and his company on Twitter in preparation for the revelation that he's Daniel Day-Lewis preparing to play the role of a big stupid pile of European money. (laughs) Tesla Model 3, there will be blood. Yeah, sounds about right. (laughs) Now, for those not in the know, Musk is one of the minds behind PayPal, that thing your shitty friend pretends to be doing after you cover his half of the check. Okay, you need to get a valid credit card. It's getting ridiculous. It's it's embarrassing for you. How was I supposed to know the ones they send you in the mail weren't real? They're made out of plastic. Hey, quick, Eli, what's the most CDs you ever got for a penny? Okay, it was supposed to be 12. It's a whole thing. I don't want to get into... I'm a member of a... Anyway... From there, Musk headed up Tesla, the company and product he's most known for, whose revolutionary electric and partially self-driving cars seem to be the way of the future. Yeah, because honestly, when has a plucky startup car company ever failed in this country? (laughs) Right? (laughs) The safest of bets. So he he did that, 
Then, and this is very important, he sat on the big pile of money those two things made him for 11 years playing with flamethrowers and pretending to be an <laughs> astronaut while everyone figured out how to do his shit and then packed in his asshole like he's the first bottom at a pig party. So, now... Being the evil Jew-controlled edifice that it is, the media dared to report on this minor setback to Musk's hole-drilling, space-exploring car and roof emporium. And <laughs> this week, Musk assured us that he was perfectly stable and his company was in good hands by screaming fake news and literally promising to start his own news ranking service with beers and hookers tweeting this is real yep. quote the holier than thou hypocrisy of big media companies who lay claim to the truth but publish only enough to sugarcoat the lie is why the public what? no longer respects them end quote and then again just to be clear he promised to create a website called Pravda quote <laughs> Where the public can rate the core truth of any article and track the credibility score over time of each journalist, editor, and publication, end quote. Because if anyone knows what's true, it's the public who votes for things on the internet. Yeah, right, right. And can we point out what an amazing tantrum this is coming from a guy whose relationship with the press to this point has been sycophantic praise for the amazing revelation and profit that they're certain he's going to eventually make <laughs> and by the way this whole thing might sound like satire especially considering that pravda which, yeah. which means truth in russian was the name of the soviet union's number one communist propaganda newspaper <laughs> yes. during the cold war but musk very literally registered a pravda corporation in delaware last october fantastic he's, he's gonna do yeah. it so either way uh you know don't take financial advice from a podcast but Fucking hell, sell your Tesla stocks. <laughs> I mean, you should have sold them years ago when he gave an interview about his assistant asking for a raise and then he realized he could do her job and fired her after working for him for six years or whatever the fuck that story was. But if you're in a legal position to short Tesla stocks, short Tesla stocks. This is Conor McGregor all over again. That's what I'm <laughs> saying, however much it's legal to say that is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, as long as we're crowdsourcing the truth, let's talk about the fact that his Tesla stock was overpriced. Yeah, there you go. There's a pretty official marketplace of ideas that Ori told us <laughs> yeah, that, there that is. exists. It's in place. It's going to get you that car any day now. <laughs> and finally tonight, we have a very important story about appearance versus reality. In today's hyper-polarized political climate, it's easy for our impressions of high-profile government figures to become skewed and exaggerated by all the hyperbolic media coverage. And nobody's higher profile right now than Donald Trump. But thanks to a recently published video of Bill Gates describing his interactions with the president, we learned that Trump is pretty much exactly like we think. Mm -hmm. If anything, <laughs> the media has been bollock or <laughs> hypobolic. Yeah, right. He, he, he might actually be worse than we think. Uh, ooh, this is one of those logic puzzles. Worse than worst. Uh, you got to ask the guy in front of you what... He thinks is on his hat, right? And no, hope no, no, that no. he the, no, the lawyer did it in the Seychelles with the collusion. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So during the video, 
Gates is leading a staff meeting for his charity, and he's telling everyone about his two meetings with the president. That's so amazing. And Gates, is ju- he's just this, like, super kind-hearted nerd guy. And, and you can tell he's trying so hard not to be too mean to the president, but he just can't help it. Yeah, because right. there's no way for him to tell the story such that Trump doesn't sound like literally the worst person of all the people. For example... Their first meeting started with Trump making extremely detailed comments about the physical appearance of Bill's 22-year-old daughter, Jennifer Gates. Apparently, Trump met Jennifer Gates at an event a couple years ago, and like a fucking serial killer, he memorized the subtle curvature of the nape of her neck. (laughs) Probably something even worse. That was Trump's opener at his meeting with Bill fucking Gates. Right, right. Hey, ask your daughter if she's ever fucked a president for a friend of mine. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, honestly, I feel the president there. I mean, you have a sexy daughter is a compliment, but I apologize to Thomas Smith, and I hope he sees it in his heart to forgive me. I don't want to relive this drama. Mama, I got in trouble. Oh, fuck. Ugh, fucking gross. Yeah. <laughs> like It's like Bill Gates was going to say, thanks, Donnie. Your daughter's hot, too. Let's go fuck our daughters together. We'll make a day of it. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Anyway, one other detail on that. Apparently, Gates was avoiding Trump at the time because, well, I mean, any number of reasons. Dude, there's a lot of Great good reasons ones. to avoid Trump at the time. But he saw Trump and his daughter talking. And then about 20 minutes later, he watched Trump fly into that same event on a helicopter what to the same place which means trump showed up talked to jennifer gates and then got driven away again just so he could come back and make a grand entrance on a fucking helicopter (laughs) an asshole is this about that cape i wore to reason con i feel attacked no make him stop attacking me (laughs) covering up crimes is not what we meant by discretionary budget eli (laughs) <laughs> also, there was no reason to drop the body from that height except for a comic effect, and I'm not paying extra for that. Well, it's the job. <laughs> you did hit the pool, though. It cleared the pool. That it was, was pretty fucking great, hilarious. Right? It was uh, clear, clear uh, that fucking pool. Cool. Megan was like, what? It was pretty fun. <laughs> 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 All right. So from there, Bill Gates started talking about his two meetings with the president in Trump Tower, during which he was hoping to encourage Trump to be a leader in science and innovation. That was why Gates took the meetings take that opportunity to to talk to Trump. Um, You know, maybe work on like a vaccine for HIV. And that's where it got a little too complicated for the Donald. That's a lot of letters right there. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's all three. Okay, so (laughs) according to Gates, in both meetings, (laughs) both both of these meetings, (laughs) Trump asked Bill Gates, the founder of Microsoft, he asked him if vaccines were bad (laughs) and mentioned the possibility of starting a commission to investigate the big vaccine conspiracy to which Gates responded, quote, he's my hero, <laughs> quote, no, that would be a bad thing. Do not do that. <laughs> Imagine the self-control it took the guy who killed polio to form <laughs> that sentence. Ima- nope. That would. No. No. Jonas Salk? We just roll with it. Sometimes okay. we just roll with it. Same thing. Jonas Salk, Bill Gates. So, yeah, the founder of Microsoft and the, world, the world's greatest philanthropist, arguably, also mentioned one other point of confusion for the, the president of the United States during their meeting. According to Gates, quote, both times Trump wanted to know the difference between HIV and HPV. <laughs> And so I was able to explain that those are things that are rarely confused with each other. (laughs) 
end amazing, amazing quote. Oh, it's my favorite sentence ever. He just says it all grandpa-like and everything. Like he said, clearly not trying to, trying his damnedest to find a polite way of saying it while thinking to himself, if he asks me which one is the lane he's not supposed to drive in, I'm going to decohere his goddamn atoms. <laughs> I get the confusion. They both start with H. They're both viruses. I accidentally gave them to someone in college. She was a bitch about it. I get it. All right. So uh, that whole video had about two minutes of recap. And Trump somehow manages to exhibit just about every major negative behavior and negative personality trait that exists. Yeah, right. He goes from ignorance to arrogance to greed to... Holy shit, he might actually hit all seven deadly sins. Let me also lust, yep. wrath, dare mm-hmm. pride. Uh yeah. probably had a few Big Macs while he was in Bloodshot. And obviously just envy bleeding out of his ears about seeing an actual successful rich yeah. guy. So yeah, Trump did it. All seven. It's amazing. He might as well have had the head of Robert Mueller's wife in a box during the <laughs> Well, but we'll never know now because now we know Morgan Freeman can't be trusted around a box. No, he oh. cannot. Okay, so there's a silver lining to all this. Uh, I guess it was educational. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, like Trump, he's like Trump's like the George Costanza of politics. We just need to do the opposite from now on, <laughs> and we'll have just about the perfect leader every time. Trump's like all the bad parts of George and all the good parts of a Nazi. Yeah, <laughs> and also the bad parts of a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> but now we know, and when it comes to Nazis, knowing is. Half the battle? I'm, I'm really not pulling is... together this silver lining thing. Never mind. It's all bad. It's terrible. We're, it's the worst, worst reality. We're in it right now. Yeah, the only silver lining is the toupee. <laughs> and that's going to do it for episode 72. Thanks to No Illusions. Thanks to Eli Bosnick. And thanks to all the listeners who liked us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and send us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening. And please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like Jen, Andrew, Lynette, Paul, Andy, Marcus, other Marcus, and general contact unit problem child, whose amazing dicks and vaginas made even the Congressional Black Caucus smile for a second. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Scathing Atheist, God Awful Movies, and Citation Needed, available on iTunes, Stitcher, or the Deep Web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penist. Special thanks to Ryan Slotnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He's the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign-off. Bill Gates cured polio. Dying to learn the thing about the fish condoms. Yeah, me too. What did I miss? <laughs> Same here. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.